Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? There's a guy outside the sandwich shop. I am the sandwich. He doesn't know that I am watching him from inside the window. Marge, I'd like to be alone with the sandwich for a moment. The guy outside the sandwich shop, well, he doesn't know what to do. Good morning. It's Grandmama. It's the day before the big celebration. Just wanted to wish um, Sandwich a happy birthday. Um, And I hope to speak to you soon, Sandwich. Enjoy your day and hope all is well. Love you. Oh, by the way, I was going to get you a AAA card so the next time you get a flat tire, you can call. But I'm hoping by now you learned how to change it. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, boys. Yeah, well, if he had paid attention to East Coast Scott and I, he would have learned, that's for certain. East Coast Scott and I are like a pit crew once we discovered how to let the tire loose. Yeah, that, that was that was the whole thing. It was once the tire could come down and be retrieved, that, then it was lightning. Then if, if you blinked, it was over. Yeah. Right, getting true. to that point was the, the tire. <laughs> getting the tire off of there was tough. Yes. So did you have your first legal drink? Is that, uh, you know, the big, the big two one? <laughs> yes. The, the first legal drink for my 21st birthday. Yes. Yeah, I turned, no. <laughs> yes, I'm 25 today. My father told me I'm closer to 50 now than I was a year before, which is just the stat math, but it made me giggle. Well, you know how it is. 25 is practically 30, 30 is practically 40, and 40 is practically dead. So, you know, it's all downhill from here. Oh, yeah. My knees and my back are going to start hurting soon. <laughs> and graying aggressively down the middle. This will start falling back more. <laughs> Through receding. And now, as his hair turns gray, will he look more or less like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mankind. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley either dyes his hair or has great genetics because he hasn't grayed really yet. I'm going with dye. I'm not saying it's probably dye. I'm not saying it's not dye, but maybe he just has great genetics for hair and everything else is falling apart. Maybe his body said, if you sacrifice your ear and some teeth and everything else, we'll let your hair stay the same color it was. Well, we want to get this momentous occasion going. Uh, by allowing the master of ceremonies, the birthday boy himself, the sandwich, uh, to run his program today. That's right. This is Geek Stuff TNG, a.k.a. The Sandwich Shop, episode 659. And uh, 
the big two five we're calling it and lead us oh sandwich uh am i doing the sandwich shop intro or, or the geeks of tng intro well that, the intro is already played sir so. well no but how i intro the sandwich shop is different than how we introduce oh, it's the... your show sir you do what you want well good afternoon good evening and good night folks welcome to this week's episode of the sandwich shop hosted by your truly your lovely neighborhood sandwich we want to thank all of our listeners in the geeks of tng universe for being a part of this momentous occasion now with that said folks let's jump into the social media first you can follow us over at patreon.com forward slash geekstufftng and for just a dollar, you can be part of our lovely Discord and see my grandmother post, like, a really lovely letter to me that, honestly, I was in school when I read that. I kind of teared up a little bit. That was, that was kind of cute. I did appreciate that. You can see that for a dollar by joining the Discord. For $3, you're part of the Early Bird Special. You get the show a day and a half early, which is usually, we usually record on Mondays, usually Tuesday nights. This week will probably be about Wednesday night. Yes, I don't know. Thursday it depends uh, on all the editing you piled on him by forgetting <laughs> to do the one thing you had to do this week, boss. <laughs> For five also, boss, if you don't mind me saying, what is this stretching up into the mic? Doesn't that mic move? Yeah, but it's just right here right now. You look awful. On Fine. Video. All right. All right. There you go. How about that? You want this is what you want, Kev? This is what you want? For five dollars a month, you get the bonus round. Where you get the weekend bonus show hosted by yours truly, your lovely neighborhood sandwich. And twice monthly on the 1st and 15th, you get vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, that old show that we killed. And for $10, you get to see Instagram Live and see all the shenanigans that partake between the three of us, which really is worth the price of admission. Like Kev asking Sandwich to move the mic so he's more centered in the frame. Yes, that's ridiculous. Why would I ever do that? Kev's got like a three-camera yeah, shoot. He's like a, he's like a pretentious director out there with his Instagram lives. If he's not doing fun with filters, he's making sure that we're lined up perfectly center in the shot. Oh yeah, fun with filters. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. I, I do need to make a bumper there, for that. Is there a birthday filter? Let's I think this, I mean, there's probably something birthday related. So to sandwich, uh, does this count as the sandwich shop for this week? Does he get get to take his birthday week off? That that yeah. is, uh, yeah, he will actually get to have his birthday week off from the sandwich shop. So, and but the uh, I think it was episode 67 just went up as uh, the vintage episodes <laughs> for the bonus round. Oh, more filters. Sorry, uh, it was Comic Con. Hey, uh, I hate to cut you off, Scott, for a second, but. Sandwich, uh, you know, you're running the show here. Don't let Scott run you over. You know, this is your program. I'm a lot. He's the best co-pilot I've ever had. <laughs> Scott, co-pilot away. He Thanks. just wants you on the screen so that you can get in whatever filter he's doing, I'm sure. So you talk. That's, okay. That's outrageous. What a, what a, so, what so, a so, uh, episode 67, brain. right, of vintage Big Kev's Geek stuff just came out. Lovely content. We're somewhere in 1987, I think, at the time of recording. Yeah, uh, I think it's 2007 San Diego Comic-Con. Kev's already there. OG was still in studio. Uh, and you called in from uh, preview night, uh, I believe. Yeah. So, again, it's it, also the thing that, I, I don't know if it was this vintage episode or the one before, but the casting announcement was for, um, oh, shoot, who's Million Dollar Baby? What's her name? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank was announced to be the Black Widow in the MCU back in 2007. So clearly that didn't happen. But uh, it, it's fun to hear 
those old rumors and and the thoughts. I just I can't wait to hear uh, you say that you'd eat your hat if Thor uh, was successful. I think we're past that. Or, or no, I guess we're not past that because we haven't got to just Mike yet. Right. Yeah. It's still it's still Mister Fantastic. Um, yeah. So those vintage episodes are fun. Uh, I think one more thing, Sandwich. Uh, not to not to give you too much guidance, says this is your fantastic, your gig. Fantastic co-pilot. That's exactly what I need. That's right. Um, what about uh, what about the GVM line? Oh, the GVM line at 201-730-2547. We can call in and let us know what you feel about all of these wonderful things we're talking about. Or if we just want to say hi. We like that too. Or if you want to just say hi, you can email us over at geeksoftng at gmail.com. We appreciate both of those things. Yeah. So let's uh, let's right. do another voicemail real quick. Okay. Hey, it's Cousin Dave. I'm just calling to wish the sandwich a happy birthday even though he didn't wish me a happy birthday mine was november the 6th but that's okay it's not like you know he goes to disney world or disneyland and gets the premium star wars for kevin yeah yeah it's not like that well happy birthday cousin dave uh official new name of the episode happy birthday to cousin dave uh, whose birthday was November 6th. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't wish you a happy birthday. I was not aware. I'll be honest. I, I, I do make mistakes uh, <laughs> in the past. I have made some great successes. I've made some mistakes. And that was one of them. I am sorry, Cousin Dave. Happiest of birthdays. 35. Never looked great on anyone else but you. He wishes he was 35. <laughs> do, you re- do you remember Cousin Dave uh, Sandwich? He's the guy that you used to play Xbox with when you played yeah. Xbox back in yeah. the day. I, I know it's been a while. I, Xbox. Just, I wasn't sure if you uh, would remember him or not. I saw you plugged in your Xbox the other day. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You, do you get like the bat signal, like when Kev turn, plugs in his Xbox? I, I, uh, yeah, because we're because we're friends uh, on there. Not, I mean, not that we play, but I mean, we're friends on there. So yeah. yeah. I uh, I was at my girlfriend's house watching Disney Plus. They they have an Xbox there, so I signed in with my account so we could watch stuff. And I saw Kev came online, so I was like, "Oh yeah, Kev plugged it in finally after a year and a half." I actually um, also I Kevin's forgot. in Hawaii. If you didn't pick up on that by now, Kevin is no longer <laughs> on this side of the planet with me. <laughs> That's this is true. So so the uh, sandwich sass increases when Kev's in Hawaii. Yeah. Because he's safe. Oh, yeah. My safety is what I'm worried about. The man needs a ride. <laughs> he ain't going to kill me yet. Until he gets a car. So I can throw sandwich off. What's in the news? Oh, sounds like it's time for news. Wow. Just, I, you know, it's it's his show today, Scott. <laughs> hey, that was already in there. I just let it play. Sorry, right. I didn't mean to cut you off. We're moving on to the news. Oh, that's fantastic! I love it. I want more of that. I'm just gonna—we're gonna jarringly like put more editing on top of that, though. Somewhere we're gonna find it somewhere. Oh, we're, we're gonna go back. Go we're gonna go back and add sandwich yeah. shop over the top of that. So don't worry. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do you want to read the prep sheet and do the news, or do you want me to help with that? Uh, I designate you because Ke- Kevin is the filter uh, manager. I'll let you be the uh, prep sheet manager. Oh, cool. I'm the filter manager. Yeah. That gets paid. I didn't even say unpaid. 
So, so first, let's start with this news story, because I think it broke, really, as we were recording last week. Kev, what did you do on the plane trip on the way back? I watched uh, the director's cuts of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Usually when I fly, I fly direct from New York to Honolulu and vice versa from Honolulu to New York, which is about enough time to watch either the director's cuts to Lord of the Rings or the director's cuts to The Hobbit um, or to sleep sometimes a little or to watch movies on the plane. But usually the selection's not that great. I mean, they, there's a lot of stuff. It's just stuff that I've seen. So, so Peter Jackson sold Weta Tech assets to a company called Unity, right? So I guess that's his kind of the software around uh, his motion capture, right? Yes. Uh, for $1.62 billion. Mm -hmm. So good for Peter Jackson, right? I mean, if he didn't make any money off of those Lord of the Rings movies, I think he's, uh, he's in good shape now. He can self-fund any future movie ventures he wants to do. I mean, $1.62 billion is like his great-great-grandchildren don't have to work a day, ever. <laughs> like, the, the interest on that alone must be ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't kick uh, $1.62 billion out of bed, that's for sure. No. So I thought that was, that was just an interesting news story, but it, like I said, it broke, I think, as we were recording last week. And then, so the other, you know, we're going to talk about Disney Plus Day in a little bit, but... Uh, I saw this story, MoviePass. They're wanting to resurrect MoviePass. Did anybody, did any of you guys have MoviePass when it was a thing? No. I I have recently, oh, we're, we're going to talk about uh, about that, that adventure in a bit. Um, but no, I did not have it at the time, no. So I guess it's one of the original backers original founders of movie pass has bought the rights back out of bankruptcy and wants to re-establish it and it's like is anybody gonna give them their money again i mean again it was an unsustainable business model before i don't understand what changes you could possibly make to make it better than buying your own what is movie pass movie pass was a quote-unquote unlimited movie service you paid 10 bucks a month and you could go see movies in theaters as often as you like to participating theaters oh. and, but they were paying full price to the movie theater you had like a credit card that said movie pass on it it only worked at a move at the movie theaters and it it only functions as a business model like a gym business model right everybody pays their membership dues to the gym but then never goes to the gym that's how mm. MoviePass works, right? They get a bunch of subscribers that then don't end up going out to see movies. And what happened was they got a bunch of subscribers, especially on the coasts where movies are very are even more expensive, who then also went a lot and it just they were hemorrhaging money at the end and they uh, they started trying to limit it to just one movie or you know a couple movies a month instead of unlimited movies. They would limit the choices. You know, it used to be pretty much any movie at the theater you could go see. Then they started limiting it to only movies that I wasn't interested in because I, and I only had it for, you know, maybe six months. So I'm like, I didn't dump a lot of money in it, but I canceled it towards the end. Cause I wasn't, there literally was no movies that I wanted to see that I was eligible to see, even though there was stuff in the theaters that I wanted to go to movie pass for some reason, stopped covering all of the movies. So mm -hmm. yeah. So it, it, it became the people that were paying for it felt like they were getting scammed towards the end and it's just an unsustainable business model so i'll be interested to see if people let them come back it's kind of like oh yeah we scammed you guys and went out of business and then 
just because we went through bankruptcy court, we're just going to come back and start the same business model over again. I just don't see how that's going to work. I mean, as someone who I do, as everyone on this program, I do like going to the movie theaters. If the program is good enough, I mean, I might look into it. I mean, hearing how you say it ended, I don't know where we're going to come back into, you know, to what degree. If it's unlimited, is it like you get to see two movies a week or something like that? Some, you know, whatever they want to make it. It sounds interesting. It sounds like something that could be fun. I mean, like I said, I, I enjoyed the movies. I, I wish I could go to them more. You know, I don't because I, I just don't have the time. But if I, me getting this is me coming to, okay, I want to see more movies in the theater. Cause yeah. that's, Something that I feel like we say on the show all the time, we should be doing more because we want to save that as an industry, the movie theater, because it is a phenomenal experience. So, well, I, I also, actually yeah, go ahead. I joined the Cinemark one while I was in New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is the actual theaters themselves kind of looked at it and said, well, what MoviePass is doing is a subscription. We can do that. We've already paid for our buildings, and we don't, and, and if people come, we're playing that movie in the theater whether anybody's sitting there or not. So if people show up and buy some candy from us, we're ready to go. So it makes more sense for Cinemark or AMC or the different movie theater chains to have some kind of subscription service. You know, yeah, you're limited to going to that theater, but that theater then ha is going to make profit from the ancillary sales, whereas MoviePass doesn't make any other profit. They don't get any cut of the... Of, of the concessions or any other thing. So it makes a lot more sense for the subscription service to be directly with the, the theaters. So I don't see movie pass being able to compete with that and make any kind of reasonable profit. I don't remember how much my, I don't remember how much my thing is, but I remember you get like one free ticket a month or something, but they like, they roll over. Oh, that's not bad. You no. Know, so, you know, they'll, they'll, I'm always gaining movie tickets. Plus it's like 30% off or something at the concession stand. Um, that adds up. Yeah, that definitely adds up 30%, man. That's a bucket load. Yeah. That's a whole new size of popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a joke. Plus I think also, and Cinemark is the first people to do this that I've ever encountered they also have a sign right when you're going into the, you know, past the concessions into the theater part where they're like, uh, we have the right to check your bag. <laughs> so you're not sneaking food in. Didn't stop me. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I stop lesser people, but it don't stop me. I also feel like, especially as you get, I feel like as I get older, the other part of the movie experience is, uh, you know, the, the, the luxury theater, right? Like that's really the direction that it's going for me where you go and you get dinner in the theater before the show starts and you have like a nicer meal. You can even have an adult beverage if you like. And, no, and I, mm, mm, you don't like that? No, no, I don't. I hate those. In fact, you know who loved those? OG loves those. I like them. Too. Um, I can't, it, it's distracting. One is that low amber glow through the whole theater and again, even though it's not, it, for most people, maybe it's not enough to be a distraction. For me, it's a complete distraction, not to mention the waiters and waitresses moving around. And I can't, I'm distracted so easily. Um, Hi, who had the Diet Coke? The who had the water? Who had the... 
I, I mean, they're not loud like that, but you know, like just the movement alone is, is enough to distract me. I mean, you know, if, if you've ever been to a movie with me, Dom, you've been to a movie with me. So, you know, yeah. I don't like any, once the trailers start, I don't want to see nobody moving. Like people come in and they're like getting there. It's like, come in, sit the fuck down and shut up. You're late. Yeah, if the you first know, if the first trailer started, you're late, right? Yeah, I mean that's how I feel. You know what I mean? And I know not everyone agrees with that. That's fine. You don't have to agree with it. This is my experience, and I've I've had words, shall we say, with people over that uh, over that issue. I've had some words, but um, I you know like I I'm not paying all that money to be. Uh, part of a conversation that other people are having, you know. Just, yeah, it's not gonna do it. I don't know. I, I guess I just we don't go out to the to the movies as often as we used to, and when we do, it's more like, well, it's gonna take too much extra time to go to a restaurant and go to the movies, and so you know, it's got the nice reclining chairs. You, you know, you can eat, and, and hopefully everybody gets the eating out of the way. You know, you show up early. And do that before the movies actually start, so you're done with the meal part, you yeah. know. But but you're right. Some people are probably getting there right as the credits are or the trailers are starting and ordering food. I, I do love. I have to say this. I do love, 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 love. Should have done it a hundred years ago. The assigned seating. Yeah, because that takes the nonsense of you know, having to, having to be there an hour beforehand, you know, and again, if you've seen a movie with me ever before the time when we smartened up and did uh, assigned seating, you know, that if I went to a movie and there was, you know, even if there was two or three people going to movie, the movie with me, I'm there at least, at least an hour ahead of time, if not more, because I want the seat that I want you know, and I want to be with my friends and ergo, I have to go in and be the seat holder guy, you know, who holds all the seats. Jackets on the entire row. These are all taken. They're all taken. It's happened. It's happened. And I, you know, and I have held, you know, I've held 22 seats, I think was my record. (laughs) 22 seats until like five minutes before the movie started you know it was like a war i i I can imagine especially on the east coast that is a big deal well listen when you have a role when you're thinking ahead right and you have a roll of painter's tape that's the blue tape kids (laughs) and and or you've printed out 11 by eight and a half by 11 sheets that say reserved you know, and you drop those into the seats and tape across the arms of the seats. Nobody questions it. Right. Usually. Even though you're in no way affiliated with the theater and have no authority no. to do that, but just, just no. act like and you do. And not only that, but I, because I'm the first person in the room, usually, it, it by the time, you know, by the time... By the time guy number two gets in. Well, not even in my group, but by the time... By the time uh, I'm done. Maybe 15, 20, 25, maybe people have seen that I've taped the because the first thing I would do is tape the row. You know, I'd walk in, this is the row, and I'd start the tape and walk across the row, <laughs> extending the tape as I go. And then I would go back and put the reserved 
in the seats and so i've i've done i've done it all but i'm very happy i don't have to go through that crap anymore you know i'm also happy that i don't have to be there an hour ahead of time now like half hour i'm good you know if this wasn't already the birthday episode i think the title should have been look at the balls on this guy for just for that uh story alone but all right speaking of balls and having nothing to do with them whatsoever uh i had the pleasure and we didn't get a chance to discuss this because I think it was after the show, was it? Or did I forget to talk about it? Did I talk about the, the theater in Suffren, New York last week? No. No. Just, just been... that you saw the Eternals, but that's all we, we didn't say anything more than that. There is the, uh, I want everyone to uh, turn your Facebook or whatever you have uh, uh, or Google. You want the Lafayette Theater in Suffren, New York, S-U-F-F-E-R-N, Suffren, New York. Now, this is one of the very few left in the world um, classic old-style movie theater opened in 1924, people, 1924. And it's, the, it's an enormous space. Um, I'm going to send some pictures uh, over to Mr. Scott and uh, uh, we'll see if we can get them posted or, or I'll put them in uh, on our social media. Uh, enormous one screen, uh, but it has all that, that art deco and the big ceiling circle thing with the lamp and it's got like plush seats and like bars and it is beautiful for a theater that's going to turn a hundred years old in two years it's a beautiful beautiful space beautiful space um and i went there and i saw the wizard of oz which i believe actually played in that theater in 1939 although i can't confirm that for sure um and the theater already at that point would have been pretty old wouldn't it 24 34 39 15 years old so i saw that and that's not even the best part they show classic movies all the time, like every weekend. Um, they show older movies on the big screen. And of course, I came very close, and I may have told the sandwiches, I'm not sure. I came very close to extending my trip by two weeks because this weekend upcoming, uh, they're showing Errol Flynn's Robin Hood on the big screen. I almost had a stroke. Because that is a movie I want to see on the big screen, but I have never seen it on the big screen. So, of course, I talked to management, you know, about when I would be back and so on and so forth. And we talked about a few options. So there may be a Big Kev's Geek Stuff or I'm sorry, Geek Stuff TNG uh, upcoming event uh, in the spring where, uh, yeah, might, might have a thing. Just saying. Would that be, let's see, this is episode 659, what is that, episode 700, uh, live at the Lafayette? It could be, it could be, it could be that, it could be that. And as impressive as the space was and seeing an old movie and everything else, which is brilliant, um, before that, about a half hour, 40 minutes before, there is an old, original Wurlitzer organ that they used to play well not with this particular organ but there th this is what they used to have in a house like this 
to play with silent movies, you know, to play along with silent movies. So the guy comes out about a half hour, 40 minutes before, and he plays like all kinds of movie themes on this massive organ. Um, I have a little video of that uh, and we'll see if we can get that uh, up on the social media for you guys to check out as well. An absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant experience. The only thing I had wished was I wish they had some like old newsreels or something to show before the movie. Um, Cause I think, I mean, not that that, not that I, I say that detracted from the experience. It didn't at all. I just thought it would have been really awesome. I mean, you, you don't get more time travel-y, honestly, you don't get more time travel-y feeling than when you're in a theater from 1924 watching a movie from 1939 and the guy has just come out and played the organ for 30 minutes, just kind of as people are coming into their seats and so on and so forth. It was as majestic a movie experience possibly as I have ever had. I've been in a few of those old big houses. Some of them were still big and old when I was young and I, I did get the opportunity long before I could appreciate it. Um, but I did go into, I have been in some of those big old houses like that and they're absolutely amazing. But this one is just, just amazing. So yeah, stay tuned, uh, to, uh, to this program to find out uh, how we might become involved with the Lafayette theater in Suffern, New York. Yeah. So the, long. the, the West coast sounds like the West coast version of that would be the El Capitan theater in Hollywood. I think there's a couple actually, isn't yeah. Groman's still like one. Yeah. Big, it's, not one, but it's like, it's still, I think their deco is still the same. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's still there with the, with the, the footprints and everything. And then, and then the, the El Capitan is owned by Disney so they do a lot of their premieres there. Uh, I was I went and saw when Ultron, Age of Ultron came out. I did the Marvel movie marathon at the El Cap, and we watched every single uh, right. Marvel movie up to that point. And they, so they've been doing those kind of marathons. Like they do them all over the place, but at the El Cap, they've got the Wurlitzer and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, it right. is it is an experience to to watch it in a theater like that. It's it, it really is an experience to watch something in the way it was it is close to the way it was originally presented more or less um it's i mean i'm i think the i think the lafayette is using digital and all that because i mean let's be honest at this point you know film prints are going to be rare at this point i mean you have to at least give it you know you have to at least give it that modern update if we can keep the deco and the entertainment value and the the beautiful space, you know, they could have cut that theater that I was in into four theaters uh, and they didn't. They still have the big marquee out front. I got a picture of that, too. So I'll uh, um, I'll I'll put that in the social medias. I'll send those over to our social media manager and boss of this program, uh, the sandwich to uh, take care of. So anyway, thanks for that little side note. I wanted to mention uh, I wanted to mention that. I don't know why I forgot that last week, but. Uh, yeah, it was very, very exciting. And I, and as I said, I almost extended my trip two weeks um, just to get in there and see Errol Flynn's Robin Hood. So if you're hearing this and you're in the suffering New York area and you're an Errol Flynn fan or a movie uh, fan, you, you don't get a lot of opportunities to see movies like that on the big screen. Um, so, you know, take advantage, man. All right. Well, why don't we... Uh, and with that, we will bring this episode of The Sandwich Shop 
I mean, yeah, we're we're a super size. We're like triple a normal sandwich shop at this point. So, um, is that why he's falling asleep? Yeah, I'm not asleep. I'm you were going off about suffering. I'm letting you go. Yeah, just You're go, all, go, go. I've never seen you so passionate. Sorry, about, I, sorry, no, I've never seen you so passionate about it. I was happy about that. That's what I want. That was a sorry, positive sorry, story boss. from Mister Big Kev. There, you yeah, know, that that was good. We like those. Sorry, boss. The, here, wait, here, I'll make him feel bad. Uh, Kev, how do you feel about Hasbro? You son of a bitch. <laughs> all right. All right. Since you brought it up, here's how I feel about Hasbro. Did you guys see? I think since we spoke. Uh, now, did we talk about the Rancor? They've started the um, re- revealing. They un- they revealed the first unlock stretch goal for the Rancor. No. We, we haven't it talked is, about it yet. It is a Gamora guard, a Gamorian guard. The one they've already released. Oh, good. So basically, they're re-releasing the six-inch Morian Guard. He's going on a classic card, a Return of the Jedi card with the coin at the top. And the coin is scaled appropriately, so it's enormous. It's like, if you're looking at a video, it's going to probably be about that big. <laughs> right? Um, so right there, reuse. Nothing changed about it at all, at least not that anyone can tell. And then I think it was yesterday, and one of you who's uh, on your phone, go to Hasbro Pulse and confirm this for me. They released the second unlock yesterday was a bag of skulls, like five or six different types of skulls, and a cardboard backdrop. What? Yep. Go to Hasbro Pulse. That's so. This thing that they are trying to push through and get people excited about. Bag of skulls. Cardboard backdrop as an unlock. You know, you know, the idea of these unlocks and these stretch goals is that you you want to encourage people. Oh, I guess Sandwich just saw it. You want to encourage people to back this project. Right. And so the idea is you want to give them something they're not going to be able to get anywhere else if they don't back this project. And so far, for the most part, Hasbro has done that. I would say one exception is uh, one of the first unlocks of the Razor Crest, besides the fact that the whole Razor Crest should not have been, uh, uh, should not have been a HasLab. But one of the first ones was the escape pod out of the top, which we hadn't seen until that point, And we never saw because they blew the damn ship up the week after the HasLab funded. Um, and now you've gotten a reissue figure on a card, a nice card. No one's going to say it's not, a, it's a retro card, the coin, the whole thing. It's very nice, but you know what? That's not going to draw me in to buy this, this rancor. And then you release a bag of skulls and a cardboard backdrop. That's how you're drawing me in to get this figure, this, this, this incredible thing that, by the way, also you should note, uh, Mr. Sandwich, if you're the one who has, who's over there, they're only at about 5,000 backers. Yes. They need 9,000 just to get to the Gamori, just to get it funded. And then 20 I think, days left. Yeah, and it's only 20 days left. 
Can, can I ask a question about this? Yeah. Is it not painted? Why is yeah, it? Was, why is it gray? I was thinking about that. They have not presented a painted one yet. What you're seeing is probably the first model. What we were seeing up until a week or so ago was a uh, was a computer generated image, digitally rendered. Digital render, yeah. Now at least they have a model that they're showing. They haven't showed a person with it yet, um, and they haven't shown it painted. They've shown us a re-release figure on a new card, a bag of skulls, and a cardboard backdrop. They they have it compared to the Razor Crest. Yeah, I know. But what everybody wants to see is it in someone's hand. And everybody has been saying it since uh since has uh PulseCon, and still we haven't gotten that, we haven't seen that yet. And as much as people say you need to draw us in, there are things they could do here. There are things that they could and should do here and haven't and probably won't. Uh, one would be Slave Leia, formerly known as Slave Leia. Now she's whatever she is, prisoner Leia. Java whatever. killer. Java yeah, slayer. Slayer layer, whatever. Um this is an opportunity for them to do that because it is not uh, to do that fi- or redo that figure. This is an opportunity because it's not retail. So they don't have to go up against uh, mothers of drunk driving toy collectors or whoever it was that was protesting uh, the notion of slave Leia. This is an opportunity for them to do that figure because it doesn't go to retail. That's number one. Number two, Ula, who is Jabba's dancer, who also meets her fate in the pit. Another opportunity to do another figure that may be controversial. There's another opportunity uh, for them to do something else that they wouldn't be able to do at retail, and yet they haven't. Hmm. So... You know, like it's uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, the crazy you, the crazy thing is, you know, it's going to get backed. You know, no, you don't. Not at this point. I don't. I don't yeah. know that that's true. I you honestly, so? I do not know that that's true. It's at five thousand, less than twenty days to go, and so far their stretch goals. Don't get me wrong. Five thousand people have already backed this. Bravo, guys! But unless another four thousand people show up to the party. It's not getting done. That's number one. Number two, and there's more. Number two, it's just over halfway, right? Yes. And they have completely stalled. And this is the time where the unlocks would rev the excitement back up, except the unlocks are a reissued figure, a bag of skulls, and a cardboard backdrop. And the skulls, we could definitely just, definitely someone could just build them on Etsy and sell them for cheaper. Right. Yeah, and somebody probably has, you know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen the skulls before. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's not the point. The point is, is that it's a bag of skulls. It's a, it's a cardboard backdrop where they could be taking the smart opportunity to do things that they can't do at retail, which is the whole point of HasLab to begin with 
by doing a Slave Leia or an Ula, just to name two. Or what about the Rancor Keeper? They're never going to do a six-inch Rancor Keeper at retail. What about, uh, I don't even know, there's that other dancer, the the heavyset gal dancer. Um, she was the biggest peg warmer of all time. They're never going to do her in six-inch, but they could do her here. I mean, the Rancor Keeper's got to be one of the in there i mean that's right? probably number three it has it if, if it's gonna be first. there it'd be number three it, it absolutely it should have been the first, first. right because he oh yeah he no even, it should have been he gets his he gets his moment in uh, of crying and i mean yeah that guy he he needs to be there and you're right he should have been the first unlock because court keeper should have been the first guy he should have had the luke bone with him <laughs> as an accessory yeah uh you know just be i mean just because we gotta get the luke bone in there somehow God help them if they issue another Luke Skywalker for this. <laughs> God help them if they do that. Because already the collectors are already, you know, you, you know, you need to look at this in the proper way. If you're collecting multiple Hasbro lines, right now you are fucked with HasLab. If you collect Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Star Wars, you now have three. Really, if you collect any two, and any of them really at this point, Except Marvel. Marvel doesn't have any active uh, or any, well, Galactus funded, but that was a bit ago. There's a current G.I. Joe one. There's a current Transformers one, or that one might have just ended recently. I I feel like that one ended. Hold on. Let me actually look. Jet, Jet, is it Jetfire? I forget. That one might have ended. What about, uh, what about Ghostbusters? Egon. The Ghostbusters is is the Proton Pack, right? egon's pack they're being very specific about it because you know what's going to happen is they're going to has lab all four of those packs that's what they're going to do and then the fifth pack will be what uh some kind of ooze pack from the second movie or it'll be something new from the third this is uh i can see this as clear as crystal that that's how they're going to work uh, Ghostbusters for the for the coming fu- for the coming future. And by the way, it's only the pack. You got to pay another hundred and twenty five dollars for the wand. Are you Ew. kidding me? No. So you're looking at about what five five fifty ish near six. Yeah. To get the whole kit, unbelievable. A uh, victory saber is over. It did definitely fund itself. It funded quickly too, Victory Saber. Yeah. So we currently have the G.I. Joe one, I think. The Pack one, which also I think is already funded. That's way funded now, yeah. And the disgrace that is the Rancor. Yeah, the the pack is fifteen hundred over target with twenty-six days left. Twenty-six days left, they're fifteen hundred over target on a property that there hasn't been new entertainment for. In 30, what years? Five years? Roughly. 40 <laughs> years? 40 years, near enough. I'm not counting the movie with, with the ladies in it because it's not part technically, not part of the same universe. So what I'm saying is, all of a sudden, the Ghostbusters are popular again. Hasbro gets their grimy mitts on them. And the Haslab uh, of the Proton Pack scores 16 15 1600 over what they need there's still 26 days left to go star wars is arguably the most popular license in the galaxy no pun intended 
and they are they have less than 20 days or 20 days left they're just over halfway funded do the math do do the math so that's it that's my bit about hasbro yeah so uh sandwich that, that sorry, was your fault i'm sorry right? boss I'm, I'm dominating the conversation okay. boss. That, that was your guy. fault you wanted to bring him down no, he, no, he had this no, nice no. happy story about suffering and then now we're all suffering with it's, hasbro it's the, it's the lafayette theater sir in suffering new york <laughs> not to be confused with suffering uh which is what sandwich does when i'm in town uh, so let's bring it back to Mr. Sandwich. So what are you going to be doing uh, to celebrate? How are you celebrating your birthday, young man? Uh, I went out to lunch. I had school. I did good on my tests today. I got hundreds. And Did you have a lot of uh, tests? I had two. Two classes, two tests. Where did well, you go to lunch? It's uh, that time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's D&D. You get fighting with the legends of yore. It's D and D. That was a good one. That was a, you, I've gotten you the last couple times. That was a good one. I didn't see that one coming. I appreciate that one. Uh, that's good. Well, before we go to break, let's put a little D and D into the news here. Um, so there's another D and D TV show in development. Oh. <laughs> and the, but the uh, Derek Kolstad who is the creator of the John Wick series, is developing, uh, for speaking of Hasbro, for Paramount and Hasbro. Uh, this is separate from uh, the Chris Pine-helmed, uh, our starring uh, D&D movie. So, and I mean, um, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's in development, it's out there. There's not much more information about it other than they're developing another D&D show. And the article I read did mention the old cartoon, uh, so I wonder if they're going to try to, figure out some way to uh, bring regular people into the D&D world so it feels like a D&D campaign setting and it's not just Lord of the Rings? God, I be, hope not. What would be great for me is if they had people dressed up like the kids in the cartoon would have them really old, like, we've been in the game for years now. <laughs> like Robin Williams in Jumanji? Yeah. <laughs> They've just been trapped there. They've been trapped in D and D for years. Did the kids get home at the end of the cartoon? Did they end the cartoon? There, I, I, you know, I, I don't know that there is an official ending. I know there's. I feel like there's one on YouTube that's been referred to as an unaired episode or a fan made episode or some shit like that, which supposedly suggests that they made it home. Yeah. So because I seem I to remember, I seem to remember. I don't even remember. Uh, Venger and Tiamat like coming out into the amusement park like so like the D world was crossing back into our world and that might have been the ending but i don't i mean you know it's, i don't i, I haven't don't seen it since that. the 80s i haven't watched the series probably since the 80s although i did get the box set um when they officially put it out the first i mean i've had it unofficially for a long time but they when they first officially put it out they put it in an old style ad and d red box and inside, the best part of it, actually, inside was a sort of a um, kind of like a, a character guide, like for the characters in the show, okay. um, you know, but like stats sandwich, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, a character sheet. yeah, like, yeah, but, but, but all the characters in the show, Venger, 
and Tiamat and mm -hmm. all the kids and all that. So that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I think it's been well documented on this show by me and Kev. I don't think it's really hard, at least for the two of us, to get us supporting anything D and D live media like that. Unless you're, unless, unless I'm going to cut you off. Unless you're playing D and D live on Twitch, that that will make millions of dollars. Everybody loves that. I mean, who doesn't? Everybody yeah. loves that. I th did I say on this show that I tried watching the newest season of that. The, of which you had to be very of, careful here of of critical role of critical they're role. on season three yeah i watched episode one they're like four episodes in okay um i don't i try i tried i really i sat through all three hours i paid attention i i i just couldn't maybe that's because it's only episode one but it, it didn't keep me enough for episode two so, if you love Critical Role and you want to tell me I'm wrong, call the GVM hotline, uh, Mr. OG, at 201-730-2547. Or you can email me or text me on my personal number, OG, because I know you have it. And you could tell me why you like Critical Role. I'm directly calling OG out because I know he's watching. But it's not it's just him. It's I mean, it's the millions and millions of dollars that that show makes on Twitch. No. So it's not no, just OG that loves Critical Role. I've got a good friend that, that loves it too. And I mean, you know, these are like three. They listen. They said they, they listen to it more like a podcast, all right? They don't watch, like they're yeah. not like watching YouTube. But still, I mean, that's hours and hours of content. And, you know, people love it. So, uh, you know, I mean... <laughs> You want to know something else about too that kind of bothered me, and this is me being a DM. They made up classic like classes and like there's like a gravity barbarian and some kind of like uh, sympathy cleric or something like Home, that. Homebrew. They homebrewed their own subclasses. That is very dangerous thing to be just for people to think they could just do at a D and D game. Because if people, are, I mean, I'm not saying people are thinking that, but going into a, a can, uh, someone's campaign and be like, "Hey, I built my own my own subclass. It's not broken at all. All I do is warp reality and control everything." No, that's all. That's it. I, I actually, I really, I can't support homebrew at all. I really. found I actually I'm coming into the game with my character. I have this item. I just want to bring it to your attention. It's called the Gauntlet of Infinity. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What, what does that do? What does that do? The, the Gauntlet of Infinity. Can, what can doesn't it do, sir? What doesn't it do? Oh wow. Okay, okay. I see. I see here. You have uh, you're level twenty already in five classes. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I like to diversify. <laughs> I, like I, like to well, I wanted to test out multi-classing. <laughs> instead of a jack of all trades, I prefer to you know. I prefer to call myself an expert in all trades. Uh, Jack of all trades. Excellent show starring Mr. Bruce Campbell. Very true. Yeah. All right. Um, wait, you know, and just wait. Cause you know, someday, someday on our Twitch channel, we can't, we can't make that announcement at this time, but we already have a name for it. So just saying. Remember sandwich? Remember we talked about that? We we made a name, but I forgot what it was. Uh it was um 
it has the word in it that they all have in it. Yes. And then it has other words. Ah, I think I'm remembering it now. Uh, very go. serious, very serious program. That's our IP, so don't give that away. O- only the top tier on our live stream D and D game. Oh my god, it's we, gonna be a it's gonna be a shit show where we explore uh, the sandwich aisles and all that entails. Do do we have the the domain like Big Kev eat stuff? I mean, do we have the domain for it yet? I don't think we own the domain uh, for it yet, but we will. What, we what about Eat Stuff TNG? Do we have that one? I mean, no. <laughs> Just going to buy every domain out there. <laughs> All so right. The insert word here, Stuff TNG. That's right. All of them. We're going to trademark TNG and see how we do on that. Uh-oh. Hold on just oh. one sec. It's D&D. Warriors that terrify. It's D&D. All right, we had to get out of that so we could uh, go to break, Kev. I think we're, we're running long on the first segment here. Yes, sir. And with that, we will take this episode of Geek Stuff TNG slash The Sandwich Shop, episode 659, the one we're calling The Big 2-5, to a break. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait, why am I doing this? You chopped into it. This is not my show. Go ahead. If the boss wants to take us to break, the boss can take us to break. We will take uh, our first and only break on this week's episode of The Sandwich Shop, the one we called The Big 2-5, by saying, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. 
It's called the PyCast because we got married on Pi Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at Pi Day Family, and my new Twitter handle is at Pi Day Scott. Check us out. Build your own X-wing. Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hey, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Hey, this is Franny. This is um, a message from, from my sandwich. I want to wish him a happy birthday. Love you and hugs and kisses. Take care. Hey, this is Vicious Smith calling in. Uh, as you know, I'm a bit of an anime fan, so it's been very concerning that there's been uh, absolutely no uh, lip service paid to the Cowboy Bebop Netflix adaptation. It's, it's almost as concerning as when uh, nobody at Geek Stuff talked about uh, the, the Dark Crystal uh, prequel at Netflix either. Do you just hate when Netflix suggests things? All right, I hope you talk about it and just uh, don't ignore what I, I, I had to say. See you. Live from the sandwich shop, Big Kevhuna Studios, and the Pi Day Studios in beautiful, sunny California, this is Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, buildxwing.com. This model is in 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarters Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The X-Foils open into attack position and the laser cannons simulate firing and the engine power lights up all by remote control. We recommend that you take them up on their premium offer. You get 118 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker. Whether you sign up for your subscription, oh, sorry, when you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to the parts of the model, you'll get four full color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you receive, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. 
You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. That was absolutely the greatest read in the history of reads on this entire program. I literally couldn't do better myself. That was absolutely fantastic. I was trying to phone it in a little, so it sounded, you know, so we're like keeping me? continuity. <laughs> hey, that's why he's the talent sandwich. That was pretty good. I'm impressed. That was fantastic. Uh, I had to mute myself because I was literally laughing out loud, and I didn't want to interrupt the read. I tr- I tried I tried to keep it consistent, so the flavor was there. I could have read it the way that I wrote it, which was, you know, exciting. Uh, but no, I decided, you know, you've put your own spin on this and, you know, I'm, I'm one for continuity. So I figure keep a little continuity. So let's, let's address, uh, well, there was, a, there was, of course, a happy birthday, another happy birthday voicemail for Mr. Yes. Sandwich. From my other grandmother, <laughs> one of my other grandmothers, Nanny's wife. Uh, thanks, Franny. Love you. You're the best. And then uh, Vicious Smith. Called in there. Uh, another one of Sandwich's uh, fans <laughs> called in <laughs> Vicious Smith. Okay, so let's address Vicious Smith right out of the gate. No, Number we, one. We have we, talked about Crowdway Bebop, right? Thank you. Absolutely. 100% have talked about both of those uh, Netflix properties on this program. We talked about the Dark Crystal um, prequel that happened and and so on and so forth and it ran its course and that was that it wasn't very good most people thought it was not very good i don't know i didn't think it was very good and i'm a big fan of the original so that was kind of we didn't have a lot to say about it because we weren't huge fans about it cowboy bebop i am a big fan of cowboy bebop the anime we have mentioned on this program uh, whenever there has been news with regarding Cowboy Bebop, up to and including the most recent, uh, the trailer, the the just everything, everything they've released, we've talked about or we've hit the social medias with. So I, I don't know where Vicious Smith is coming from here. Maybe he's not as um, avid a listener as uh, we think he is. Now I will um, I will uh, say one thing in in his defense. Uh, that voicemail is a little bit older, and he said, "Hey, I never heard that voicemail." Um, but I also, the week that he sent that voicemail, we had just talked about Cowboy Bebop. So I thought he had said, disregard, never mind. But then he oh. said, Hey, how come I never heard my voicemail? So I put oh, it in there. Go. We did, I think last week or the week before, which was after that initial voicemail, we spent a little more time talking about Cowboy Bebop. So maybe That's because he felt the it was under, came out. right. We had something else to talk about. And I mean, yeah. we, I, I mean, I'm not familiar with the property. I'm looking forward to watching the show when it comes out, but we had a, little bit more of a lengthy conversation last week i was asking you know having not never seen it and not knowing anything about the anime does it matter to go watch the the show i I thought we talked about that on the air didn't we yeah we did hey vicious smith um we haven't talked about the isis program either because there hasn't been any news about it in like 42 years (laughs) so keep holding on buddy i saw as we know something you'll know something 
I saw uh, early reviews of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I didn't read them because I never trust early reviews. I want to review it myself. Uh, they didn't look great, though. But that's the, the headline is always like Cowboy Bebop. Is it good? Is it as bad as they're saying? You know, because that's how you catch uh, people's attention. Clickbait. But I mean, from what I've seen, and like I said, I've only seen. I, I didn't want. I don't want to read any of these reviews because I don't want to taint my view of it before I get. Yeah, into the that's show. important, and I think it's really important that everybody remember that. Don't I don't I try so hard not to get involved in these things um, before I've seen them because of, of that exact reason. You know, if I had read the Eternals reviews before I saw Eternals, it might have affected the way that I looked at Eternals. I thought Eternals was fine. You know, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was fine. It did what it was supposed to do. It got us a lot of really cool stuff. So I don't have any problem. I don't have any problem with the Eternals. Mm -hmm. However, if I had read the previews or if I'd read the reviews beforehand, I might have been swayed in a different direction. I don't want to have that happen. So I wait, you know, I try to get out in front and see these things as quick as possible so that I don't have them spoiled in this spoiler culture. And I don't have somebody tainting how I'm viewing the property. So well, listen, if, um, if we listen to reviews, I might've thought that Justice League was an okay movie. And that would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, because that's not true. I wonder if the Snyderverse saved this movie, which it didn't. No. So I know we spent a lot of time in the first half talking about uh, um, a, a few a few things. Let's let's just jump into Disney Plus Day for the second half of the show, because I mean, okay. although there was, I know Kev, you said it wasn't that exciting. No, a it lot wasn't. of stuff happened. First and foremost, I want to say I was at Disneyland on Disney Plus Day, uh, and they put a nice blue carpet over the whole entrance of Disneyland just for the one day that said happy Disney plus day on it. So, um, that was a nice little touch oh, there. There's money. Well, Did it money well spent funny. because I went the next day and it was gone. So it was literally one day they carpeted yep. the front entrance of Disneyland. That probably only cost, uh, the first what 10 or 12 people who booked the star cruiser. <laughs> right. At what is it, twenty seven hundred a night or some shit? Oh, I mean, as cool as that looks, I can't imagine anybody having the money to afford something like that. I just, I don't understand how they could possibly think. And it's booked. It's booked. Till like, I, I, aren't they booking into the new year or some shit, like spring or some shit? That's what I heard. Wow. I don't know if that's really? true. So I, heard. I think what it really goes to show, again, just like a program like this exists for a reason, geeks have money, yeah. right? You, you know, if you go back 30 years, right, the geeks were put down upon and, and, and you know, they, they, they struggled, but then they grew up and they got jobs and they, what is it? I'm an adult, I have a job, and I make money, and I use that money to buy childish things like a trip to the Space Cruiser Hotel. That's, yeah, but that's like... That's not childish. That's an investment. <laughs> it's an investment in, in an experience for your life. Yes. You'll, listen, how many people that. can say they spent a night in this? <laughs> listen, I want to do that more than you know. However, for and what's it? Isn't it like three days? Isn't the experience like three days or something? Yeah, I think so. So if the experience is three days and it's 20, whatever it is, 20, let's just, let's just say 25 for argument's sake. Although I think that's low. That's, that's $7,500. Per person. For $7,500, yeah. 
I could literally travel around the world for a month, maybe two. I mean, it's, it's outrageous. I mean, I just don't know what they're thinking. You know, you get in there at like, you know, four or five hundred for the lower decks. You know, maybe you're in the low thousands, twelve hundred for the, you know, special passenger experience. Some bullshit like a real, you know, like a real fucking ship, like a cruise ship. Maybe. (laughs) But this fucking bullshit. So, Kevin, what you're saying is the episode 1000 special night in the night in the cruiser is not on anymore yeah no that's i i doubt that's happening well we could start the begathon up and then <laughs> geeks of the TNG begathon episode 1000 getting us to say one sure. night we only need one night in the start <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say no way i don't think that's ever experience i'm gonna have unless i hit the lottery you know in which case i'll have a lot of experiences that will be one um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's a, I think it's completely unreasonable. And I think over time, I think it will adjust downwards somewhat, not a lot, but somewhat, I think, because I think once Richie Rich, uh, and all of his friends, uh, have gone in there and done it, they, they ain't going to do it again. Number one, I mean, maybe some of them will, but the, the point is, is that it cannot be a long-term plan to keep it at this Uh, you know inflation's through the roof in the country how on earth do they think people are going to spend that money staying in a you know what's what's effectively a space renaissance fair (laughs) so you know like it's yeah it's just outrageous outrageous um but let's get back to disney plus day nothing happened i mean yeah it's just it was a lot of teasers and and trailers and first looks and i mean i I don't know i think there was uh, some cool things that we haven't seen before and some announcements i thought um you know for stuff that's starting in a couple of months to not drop trailers for those properties at this point is just stupid obi-wan starts isn't that like three months from now or some shit it just says in 2022 What's that? It, it just says it's in 2022 on in the article okay. that I'm reading. Yeah, and right. there was just some yeah, behind right. the scenes we know, and concept art. We know art. that uh, uh, Hawk, did Hawkeye get a new trailer? It did. Got like a teaser. Okay. No, th- and then what's after Hawkeye? So She-Hulk? Well, let's 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 talk about it a little bit. Did you watch the new Hawkeye footage? I, I, I guess didn't. I guess I watched the Marvel like sizzle reel. Uh, it was like a 15 well, I saw that. on, on yeah. Disney Plus, right? So, you know, it kind of said showed here's where we've been and it showed clips from WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. And then it sh- led into Hawkeye. Uh, and then what, what I noticed that I had not noticed before is that uh, Hawkeye is clearly deaf in the car chase scene. Because he looks at her and she's signing. She's speaking sign language to him. And I know Hawkeye lost his hearing in the comics. But it, lo- it looks like that's, I guess I should say spoiler, but it looks like that's going to be a part of the show. I don't know if it will be permanent or temporary, but she's clearly signing to him in that scene in the in the trailer. I guess we'll see. Do you think that should be spoiler material? No. I mean, it's in the trailer. I, I mean, There's no proof. It's speculation. Yeah. It's not like you know uh, he's going to be deaf. Do, I, I, does anyone care? Do we want a, the Spider-Man trailer literally just dropped? Do we want to pause? Do we want to yeah, pause and look should. at it? Yeah, three... I think we should. 
Put the show on pause, uh, Mr. Scott. All right. Let's have a look at that trailer. I'll put the show on hold. Hold on. Well, that was an exciting interruption. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I uh, for those who don't know, at the time of recording, they literally just dropped the newest Spider-Man trailer. First Spider-Man, No Way Home. That No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, they're giving away too much of the freaking plot, man. Are that was they? A long trailer. I I feel like I know the whole story now. Do you? I don't feel that way. I, I mean, it's so much more. So, so to to me now, who's the bad guy of this movie now? Spider Man. Doctor Strange has now become the bad guy. Yeah. I, I mean, you, that's a, that's I mean, a that's a lot of plot information that I didn't the want. The presumption should have been that he was the bad guy to begin with because he's the one that fucks it up. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I don't I assumed that long ago. And it, it almost seems like he's gonna be working with Dr. Octopus. Like Doc Ock's gonna be a good guy. That, that's what that's what I got from that trailer. I, I feel like I, I like didn't Doc get that Ock at is, all. Of the villains that we have fought in Spider-Man movies, I I always felt like Doc Ock, as I'm like Sandman was the most like also presented. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although he didn't, we didn't see the actor though. Like the Sandman, we saw Sandman. Well, who are we gonna see? We're gonna see him as a Sand. We, we saw, no, 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 I'm just let's saying. Let's say, like, yeah. let's say what we saw because you know what? There's no such a thing as a spoiler for a trailer, people. So we're not. This isn't spoiler material. It's a fucking trailer, and we're talking about it. Easily accessible. They showed Sandman. They showed Electro. They showed Doc Ock. They actually showed the Goblin. Yes. Which Again, was awesome. Yeah, and, and again, the voice is obviously Willem Dafoe, but I mean, like you're saying, right. they didn't show Hayden Church and they didn't show Willem Dafoe. They showed the the the, Sandbox the suits. suits. Yeah, so I mean, technically, they could just be doing voice work. I mean, you don't know that you'll ever actually see. Did we say the lizard? We saw the. We didn't say it, but you saw the lizard too. So wait, so and let's Electro. do it again. Doc Ock. Let's go from the beginning. Doc Ock of, of the villains in Spider-Man movies. Green Goblin. We saw Green Goblin. Yep. We saw yep. Doc Ock. We yep. saw. Did was that was Harry Osborne in there? No, I don't think so. No, I didn't see the, him. I I thought I saw someone on a glider that wasn't the Goblin. But okay, let's leave it out for now. Okay. So we had Doc Ock. We have the Lizard. Lizard. We have Sandman. Electro. We have Electro. That's five. I, we didn't get a six then. 
we were speculating on who the sixth might be. Which right. We didn't get one in the trailer. Doesn't mean we won't get one in the movie, obviously, but unless I'm wrong, I mean... Unless it's Venom. I doubt it, it would be Venom, though. It could be Venom or Vulture would be, like, the most logical in theory well, number Vul- sixes. Vulture wouldn't make sense Actually, he's still, no, now. he's definitely in jail, though. Based on the information that we have now yeah, from the trailer, Vulture doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, because it's all alternate universe ones. And neither does Scorpion, and neither does, uh, you know, any of those. Harry it has would, to be Rhino. <laughs> it, no, because right now, now, did you miss the line? They all died fighting yes. Spider-Man. Did, they, did the lizard die? I think so. Because I don't remember him dying. And I don't... Will says he thought he saw Vulture. Okay. And I don't remember the... Well, we, we have had one watch of this and we're discussing it. So it's entirely possible that something's in there and we missed it. Entirely possible. I didn't think Electro died. Although I might just... It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I, I so. think Electro died. I'm not sure. I'm and I mean, not sure. That's, that's the thing about so many comic book movies is that the bad guys just die like rather than get captured and sent to arkham asylum or uh you know the The raft raft. they they always just are are dead and again i I get that you know that's too expensive to pay for another movie right we just kill a raft so well the floaty device doesn't sound as intimidating yeah i like there's uh i I like there was some humor from what is clearly going to be a really dark film there was they showed really two big chunks of humor in the trailer, which I think I think they did that because I think the film is going to be much darker than we think it is. Mm-hmm. And so the two chunks were um, Mary Jane telling Strange to say please. The magic the word magic please. Word. <laughs> uh, and the other one was, what's your name? Otto Octavius. No, seriously, what's your what's your real name? Like, they didn't believe his name was Otto Octavius. Right. That, that was really funny. Which also. is also the, the, throw, yeah. the throwback to, you know, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. I'm Spider-Man, right? I mean, so yeah. that's a good callback to his introduction. Yeah. What's, I mean, what's funny... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Sandwich. Your you, show. I was say, I, I had just actually last night in my Marvel movie watch I've been doing, as we've chronologized, I actually watched the first Spider-Man last night. And... um. It's going to be funny because you know, the last Spider-Man, the, the first one that I watched, the first one, you know, obviously in the MCU, it's kind of like, you know, oh, I just want to be like a high school kid and like, you know, be like, I want to be an Avenger. But then I'm like, oh, I'm enjoying being a high school kid. And now it's like, you must kill these villains and send them back to their universes. And like, he he really like... He went from the neighborhood to I'm fighting in space and dying to I'm fighting for the fate of the universe to now I must kill these supervillains in this movie. Like, he has way left the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. T- tying that back into Disney Plus Day, one of the announcements was uh, Spider-Man freshman year, right? Which, yes. will, which will chronicle the time before we meet him in Civil War, right? And supposedly... Yeah, and supposedly they'll do his MCU origin in that series. That's a rumor that I'm hearing. Yeah. Which would be great because it will tell us how he got rid of the glasses. Right. Which is the one thing that I think his Peter Parker is missing is the glasses. 
I said that since day one. I said they should have left the glasses in. And the creation of his web shooters. Yeah, all of that. But I'm uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Creation, yeah, and a bunch of things. The original suit one supposes, you know. Well, in he didn't have a suit. He just had the he just had the the sweats and the goggles in MCU, right? So he never had a suit. Do do we? Is he going to have the sweats and the goggles in this cartoon? I doubt it. So Ben gonna die. There's going to have to be some uh, exposition there as to what the, you know, what's what's happening with that. Oh, you're so. right, Sandwich, though. Uncle Ben's going to die again. We're going to get to see Uncle Ben dying yeah, cause, again. Yeah, because in, in Spider-Man Homecoming, he's a sophomore. And that takes place like a week or two after Civil War. And he said he had only been Spider-Man for like a couple of months at that point or something like that. So yeah. that means that we're going to watch Uncle Ben die again. Who has died or, more... Over the years, have we seen uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne or Uncle Ben die more times in, in all formats? Right, who's died the most? I, I think Thomas. I think I think the I Waynes. Think, yeah, I think the Waynes. Ben Ben is the is the best one for contention for that role, for for most killed off uh, parental figure. But Thomas and Martha definitely. I mean, it could be a flash movie, and they'll still shoot Thomas and Martha Wayne just for fun. <laughs> right. We we need an extra yeah, ten minutes laugh. of this. Let Let's kill Thomas and Martha Wayne again. Yeah. That's like yeah, that's like the don't laugh. There's a, a some Welcome cosplayers. Welcome to the Green Lantern movie. Bow bow. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to protect this segment, this sector of the galaxy. Why didn't you protect? Yeah, yeah it Martha turns Wayne? out that Green Lantern is standing on a building nearby, <laughs> having an allergy issue or something, and the Waynes get killed. One one of one of uh, I think is a very humorous uh, idea is some people dress up as Thomas and Martha Wayne and go to conventions and then every time they see a Batman they just fall to the ground dead uh, in front of him. That's their cosplay. That's brilliant. They should fall to the ground and like have a like a tombstone that they hold on their chest. (laughs) That would be awesome. What a photo op that would be. Then there's also the like the the father mother and Father's Day cards from from Batman, right? You know, when you go to the Hallmark store and then there's yeah. also the, it's, it's a Spider-Man and it says happy birthday uncle. And it's like, Oh, come on. That's like not the right superhero to put on a happy birthday uncle card, but all right, we're digressing too far. Do we have anything more we want to say about no way home or do we want to get back to Disney plus day? No, I mean, I think, I, I think, you know, we're all ready for no way home now. So uh, I think that trailer, you know, it did not give us the one thing that everybody expected. Yes, multiple Spider Mans, which was yeah. multiple Spider Man. Spider's Man is the is the ending that, or did we just not see who was in those other suits? I mean, yeah, there was definitely a, like a black suit Spider Man, so that could have been one of the other, mm. you know, Toby that could or be another Spider Man yeah. that could be. Um, and Andrew Garfield, as recently as I think yesterday has again said that he is not in this movie. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. And methinks that I think there had to be some last minute decision because the rumor was that the last shot of this trailer was going to be the three of them standing together. So yeah. now we'll wait and see if that's true. They could be the solution to the problem. Right. That's the, the third act is getting all three Spider-Man together, right? Call Toby and Andrew to come back and kill their enemies and go home. Yeah, or get or pull them out or whatever. Yeah, it totally could be the solution to the movie. Totally. Will we get Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir? I mean, that would be good. No. 
because because Into the Spider Verse is not technically MCU. Mm. So, so no crossovers, no Spider Pig then. It's, it's MCU in the sense that everything is MCU, but if they have not connected it in some tangible way, I'm not accepting it as MCU. I love the character Noir. I mean, I don't love Nick Cage, but I love that Spider-Man Noir is the Spider-Man that I actually like and Night Monkey technically. Um, but I I uh that's the Spider-Man that I actually like and yeah, I'd love to see them do something with that character, but in order for them to t- to do that in the MCU, they would have to pull him they'd have to pull in um into the Spider-Verse, which I have heard nothing that leads me to believe that that's the case, unless somehow does this movie yield us a Miles Morales? We, we get Tom Holland cartoonized in, in, in the Spider-Verse style. That would, it, that would work too. It, actually, it'd be that better. It'd be too. better to pull Tom Holland's Spider-Man into the sequel to into the Spider-Verse, right? I mean, that would be more yeah. fun to, to connect them that way, but easier. not as part of multiverse of madness. Yeah. It would be easier to do it that way. Will they do it that way? I doubt it. I I'm, I'm willing to bet that they want, um, uh, that they want Miles Morales for the MCU. I'd say that's almost, that's, that's almost a gimme at this point. I, f- I feel like they're going to wait a while for it though. Maybe that's just me, but I feel like they want to really use Here's an Tom opportunity Holland for a while. Oh, it's a great opportunity. It makes sense. That could be like the end credit scene where it's like, Miles, get ready for school. And then, you know. <laughs> totally could be. Yeah. We'll see. I'm ready to see it, though, because we've waited. We've speculated long enough. As far as Disney Plus Day goes, yeah. we saw six seconds of things. Um, we saw, instead of an Obi-Wan trailer, which is what we should have seen, we saw yet another uh a bunch of talking heads, including Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow saying how excited everyone is to be working on it and how great it is and how the fans and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and some talked over um, design work, uh, artwork, you know, concept artwork, and that's it. But that concept artwork showed uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader rematch. Which yeah. seems problematic in canon. Well, of course, actually, all he says is, "It's a presence I haven't felt since," and then he walks off screen. Right. So we don't know that another, that means since Mustafar. That could mean I haven't seen since the last time I faced Obi Wan. Right. Yeah, and if he knows Obi Wan is alive, how come every resource he has isn't hunting him down? And is he a moron to think that he was not on Tatooine? I mean, we got to wait for the show in order to get more information. But yeah, right. Canonically, it's it's problematic. Yeah, that was my, one of my major problems with Disney Plus Day, actually, was that it was way more MCU than anything else. It was all MCU, basically. I mean, aside from MCU, we didn't get anything really beyond that, did we? Am I wrong? I mean, so... Yeah, they showed logos for things. They show, it, it was nothing. It was a whole big bunch of nothing. Well, let, let me let me run down the list, and we'll talk about what we want to talk about, right? So, yeah, the Obi-Wan concept art. So, I mean, X-Men 97, that seems like a big deal. It, they're they're going to continue. a cartoon. Well, they're not. They're continuing it, right? They're going to pick up where okay. they left off. 
from yeah. the I mean, but that's a very popular cartoon. In fact, I have I'm not saying it isn't. I have VHS of them that was a Pizza Hut giveaway in my collection of obscure items. A collection of of crap yeah. taking up space in the <laughs> geek stuff archive west yes it is there but they were pizza hut giveaway vhs's of the x-men yes um, this was a fait accompli for a number of reasons why this was not a surprise one you have to always look at the toy industry and what happened at pulsecon at pulsecon they announced that they were doing a Marvel Legends series of X-Men figures based on the cartoon using cell shading, which is the technique that they are have created and developed now to put 2D animation characters into a 3D action figure, right? They're doing those. They announced the first, it was Wolverine and somebody else jubilee? jubilee it was wolverine and jubilee they're gonna come in boxes that look like the vhs boxes clamshell vhs boxes they're gonna be a little bit bigger than vhs boxes for obviously reasons um and you're gonna be able to line them up on a shelf and they're gonna look neat and all that and the figures and, and it was it was there was no doubt that they were either going to um release it on dvd or blu-ray or they were going to put it on disney plus or they were going to do something else with the x-men animated property they had the creators of the x-men cartoon were on pulse con and they're all cagey about oh you never know things gonna happen because you know hasbro um when they do shit like that they're about as subtle as a roach on a white carpet all right. Well, so there was a first look at Moon Knight. Didn't get to see much other than him jumping across well, the across the moon. Right. Yeah. Here's something you didn't see: Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. You saw Oscar Isaac looking in the mirror. You saw Oscar Isaac looking crazy. You saw someone in a white cape. Let's presume it's Moon Knight. Moon Knight beating somebody down, but you saw from behind. And you know, again, the criticism I think is valid coming off the six seconds we saw, which is like. Oh God! It's like, it's like Marvel's crazy Batman. Well, yeah, like literally, yeah. I mean, that is Moonlight, right? Yeah. Uh, the Ms. Marvel teaser also. Again, you didn't get to see much, but again, I think that, uh, that looks that looks like it's going to be a good Disney Plus show. It looks like it might skew a little younger. So, I, I have a bias towards that show actually a little bit. Because because you're racist. No, actually, if they spend a lot of time in Jersey City, I'm either gonna love it or hate it. Because I've spent a large portion of my life in Jersey City. My father's from Jersey City, so I've been around Jersey City. So oh. if it doesn't feel like Jersey City to me. I'm gonna have some feelings about it. Does it feel like Canada? Does it, yeah, does it feel does like it Toronto? Feel like Vancou- does it feel can, can like Vancouver? Can, can they make me believe this is Jersey and this Vancouver? Do you see any signs that say Puntine? <laughs> you know, like, are any of the side characters saying A after all of their... <laughs> the, oh, I think it's Miss Marvel, eh? If they can make me believe it's Jersey City, I might enjoy this a lot. 
if I can tell it's not Jersey City, you're going to have some words, right? And then they're going to say some words. Th- and Maybe the Canadians are going to say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. It doesn't look like Jersey oh, City. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah. You want to go down there um, to Jersey City where they got the good wet mozzarella. <laughs> and I don't know why it's wet, but it's really good. And then you can pop over to the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of here. Um, okay, I have a question. Who's Echo? Is that Echo uh... is a Native American mute character? Oh, I think, and it says deaf here as well. So, so maybe she's deaf. Yeah. Again, yeah. Matching up with it seems like Hawkeye is deaf in the trailer and then that's going to lead into her series and then did i see is she related to daredevil i mean is she a daredevil character i feel like she is a daredevil character but i honestly i don't remember i i saw some rumors that the echo series is going to then introduce the characters that are going to help to reboot daredevil into the disney plus mcu almost assured at this point that he's in she hulk charlie cox it's I mean, almost assured at this if we get a if we get a, a lawyer suit of some sort because i mean it did well you got one in spider-man too so i mean theoretically you know he, he could pop up there as well or a sign or you know like a business card i mean anything you know yeah. at this point as a daredevil fan i'll take anything i can get and you would want it to, to remain charlie cox if possible right I mean, you thought of he did course. a good job. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, he did, I, he did a I phenomenal think, job. I think we're of hopeful, but, but. And like Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, if they bring him, and that's a rumor too, that the Kingpin has something to do with the Hawkeye series. Yeah. Well, which that's would then, rumor. and the Hawkeye series is going to lead into Echo. And so, yeah, you're, you're working your way slowly back around for, the, for next Disney Plus day for them to announce continuing Daredevil stories on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's certainly going to happen. I just think it's a question of how they're going to do it. You know, are they going to ignore all the stuff that happened before? Are they, you know, like, how are they going to do that? It's the same question mm -hmm. that every person has about Deadpool. Mm -hmm. Like, when does he show up? (laughs) Except that Daredevil's a good character. Yeah. I mean, again, if they just brought him in and just just kept all that history as canon but didn't talk, they don't have to even mention anything that's happened. He's just established as, as Daredevil. And Matt Murdock, yep. and just go from there. I think there's that's no problem it. with that. Don't look back. Don't acknowledge nope. anything that happened to the Netflix show. That's fine. But just have Charlie Cox play him and move do forward. A, do a Netflix, do a new Netflix series. Do some kind of episode where he has to explain where his powers came from. That's how you get flashback to Netflix series. And you're done. Yeah. They did that shit with the Ed Norton Hulk movie. Yeah. They told the Ed, no- Ed Norton Hulk movie, or wh- who is basically the MCU Hulk. They told the MCU Hulk's origin in the opening credits of the Ed Norton Hulk movie. Yes. And, so, and, like, and ignored actually. the fact that he turns into the Hulk when he's angry for that entire movie. And they just made it about heart rate. Well, yeah. Yes. Also, well, yeah. something that I saw that made me laugh about the She-Hulk trailer is tease or whatever you want to call it they have a scene where he's the hulk again because for those who watch shang chi in the uh end credit scene he's bruce banner and people were saying oh maybe he lost his powers or like i said maybe they just ran out of budget because they had a big monster fight and (laughs) we ran out of money so uh 
I'm gonna need you to just be you for a little bit, and uh, we'll we'll make you Hulk later again. Well, I, I would say, and, and his arms back too. I think his arm yeah. wasn't in the cast; it was all back. But theoretically, in order for him to do the blood transfusion, that's gonna change uh, Jennifer Jennifer into She Hulk. He would have to be back into Bruce Banner because they're not gonna be able to pierce the Hulk's skin to draw blood to do the oh, transfusion. Don't, right? Don't do that. Don't get all hung up in that bullshit. <laughs> They'll go by that bullshit in a second. Dude, I would if they put a regular needle into the Hulk's arm, I'm going to that's it. I'm all done with the MCU. During, during his it's, vaccination. It's a special it's a special uh Hulk adamantium it. needle. Hulk needle. I made it just for this occasion in case I ever need to draw Hulk blood. Right. It was, it was it was back in Tony's uh Hulkbuster armor and then next to it it's the Hulkbuster adamantium needle in case yeah. the Hulk needs a blood transfusion. For when he needs like his flu shot every year, yeah, Hulk flu shot. Uh, so so moving on. Speaking of Iron Man, you got Iron Heart, right? Basically, just got the logo, but that'll be the Riri Williams character, right? It's fine. Uh, Marvel oh, Zombies. Sorry, what was that one? Uh, Iron Heart. Iron Heart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's gonna be the Marvel Zombies uh, animated. Cartoon, there's gonna be uh, that's, secret that's spinning invasion. out of what if, right? Is Secret Invasion is that going to be a movie? Is that going to be a Disney Plus show? I don't know what that's going to be. I think show. it's a show. So, so they got Sam Jackson to to do a show now. He's going to be on yeah. every episode of a show. Yep. I mean, that's and Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. Yeah, as Talos. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be uh, some Groot shorts. What if season two, the Guardians holiday special, and then this isn't real. This is now branching out of uh, the MCU. But the the Willow, you got some behind the scenes stuff for Willow. Willow TV show. Yeah. That guy who played the big baddie in the original Willow movie, the guy who had that awesome skull mask. You remember mm -hmm. that character? Mm -hmm. He was like the henchman for the evil queen. That guy just died two days ago. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. He is actually the original Chuck from happy days. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I knew Sandwich. that. Who's I Chuck from Happy Days? That West Coast Scott would get that reference. And, uh, and Sandwich is looking like, what? what is Happy Days? I mean, he didn't even know who Ralph Mouth was. I know what Happy was. Days is. Yeah, but who was Chuck? Speaking, okay. of, speaking of Happy Days, uh, birthday boy. Yeah. Do you happen to have anything to show the people that I said, make sure you have this so that you can show the people? Oh, no. that the the. No, you need artifacts? to run down to your truck and get it. The art no the art we'll leave the artifact in its pristine condition. Do I need to put now. the show on hold again? No, no, no. We Shogun. can just keep going, and he can run down and get it. No, I'm, I have Shogun. Shogun is in my possession. It'll be. <laughs> I don't need to make it a thing. So you, you get need to make it a thing. You get your when birthday. Draw out my torture. You get oh, your birthday you're, off. You're deciding now what what a thing is. I see. So we we've agreed that there's no sandwich shop this week, but next week it starts Shogun. Yeah. Right. No, no. I think no. I think we're gonna do Shogun a different way, because you know how he gets. He wants to do. He wants to do the the big batch, the 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 one hour sandwich shop batch. special. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think that would be really funny. If I hate this, it's gonna be not. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about that after the show. Let's let's wrap this up. We're getting we're getting long in the tooth here. Um, and with that, we will bring this episode. Hey, we're oh, getting... sorry. Not my show. Yeah, we're getting close. Hold on. Um, there was a couple of quick things on other streaming services other than Disney Plus that I wanted to catch before it gets too, 
too late. And the first one was uh, there's going to be a Halo show for Paramount Plus. So that's video games what? and uh, and TV, live action. Did Halo. they say? Did it say when it is? Is like it Peter Jackson? It was just the teaser trailer. And so no, I don't know when it's gonna be on. Let me let me look and see if I can tell you that. And then and then um, so let's see. Teaser trailer for Halo. What? It moved from it was gonna be for Showtime, now it's gonna be on Paramount Plus. And yeah, I do not know when it's going to be actually airing. Okay, what else? Um, let's see. And then speaking of other uh, streaming networks, first of all, I wanted to mention that uh, Hail to the King, baby, Mr. Bruce Campbell is doing a uh, one night in December Hallmark uh, Christmas movie. So, you know, if you only watch one Hallmark Christmas movie this year, make sure it's Bruce Campbell's. Is it on Hallmark? It's going to be on the Hallmark Network, yeah. When, oh, wow. when they, when they do, like, you know, they, they have probably 50 different Christmas movies that they play in continuous rotation from yeah. from Thanksgiving on. Well, uh, I definitely got to see that. Get more information on that so we can promote it. Okay, I will do that. Uh, just reach out to Bruce and see if he wants to be on the show to talk about it. And uh, good. And then uh, over on Stars, I know we mentioned uh, before that the Heels, right? The Steve Amell wrestling show is picked up for a season two. I haven't seen season one. I know. I, I mean, I'm I'm interested in it because again, I'm I. I I I enjoy I enjoyed uh, Glow right I enjoy stuff I enjoyed the movie The Wrestler so I feel like the back seat the behind the scenes stuff on wrestling seems like a good backdrop for a series so I'm kind of interested in heels uh, and then it was just announced I think today or yesterday that there's going to be a Party Down revival do you remember that show with Adam Scott and Ken Marino and uh, a bunch of other people no. every everybody except Lizzie Kaplan is going to be returning for a Party Down over on Stars as well. Lizzie Kaplan is hot. And due to ske- scheduling conflicts, she can't be part of it. Is, uh, is it is the schedule conflict she has anything better to do? <laughs> Could be. Party Down is a cult classic. People seem to really love it. I have the DVD. I haven't watched it yet. I have no idea what it is. All right. All right. So then one last thing. Um, two last things. One, did you read the article uh, from about uh, David Chase kind of confirming that Tony definitely died in the season finale? No. So he has now confirmed it in several different interviews that the intent was not to just show Tony getting whacked, but he did get killed, and that's why it ended the way it ended. Oh, interesting. So I, I mean, don't like that. Like, well, everybody hated the way that it well, ended. They're not doing a sequel, right? There's not going to no more Tony unless Sopranos. they do it after he's dead. I want more prequels. Give I mean, me more Tony, teen Tony. Give me more of that. So, Tiny Tony. So it's been long enough. I, I do have a question about Many Saints of Newark. Yes. So, again, this is spoiler. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'll play the spoiler warning here. Hang on. Let me hit stop so I can do the no. spoiler warning. No it's, spoiler warning? Well, no, 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 no. All right. There's no spoiler. That thing came out two years ago. <laughs> uh, I don't remember in the series the implication that Junior had... Uh, Multisanti killed. There's no, there's there, there was no indication. So I mean, so to me, that was a very good twist in the movie, right? I mean, you know, there's yeah. plenty of people, but that it was Junior because he's a vindictive, you know, prick. prick. I mean, right? So I thought that really made the movie matter to me. 
So yeah, I don't know. And again, I'm actually uh, I, I I have a planned rewatch of the Sopranos that I'm going to be tackling, and I'm looking for that kind of stuff because I don't recall there being anything in there regarding Junior and Dicky Moltisanti, but. There could be. I just can't be. I, I just maybe I'm not remembering it, but I don't remember it at all. It, it could have been more subtle. And then the other the other thing was, though, I felt like the age difference between uh, Sill and Big Pussy and Tony was too great. Like, it didn't seem like he would be hanging out with them and or become the leader of the crew with those two. Because they just seemed so much older than him in, well, in that movie. It's, it's And again, we'll, we'll need sequels. To explain that, or more prequels, rather. Yeah. To explain Equals why to that happens. You, you know, if Tony's, you know, what is was Tony's dad the leader? Yeah. And something happened there. And he went to like, jail. Did, yeah, you know, like there's, I mean, there's any number of different ways that that could have played out. But, you know, guys get passed over, you know, it's, Pussy I'm smart. And, and you know, they... <laughs> not like everybody says, not dumb. Sorry, we're, we're mixing our uh, our, our mafia. I, do, I, can do I, I remembered, by the way, I just did a rewatch with East Coast Scott. I did a rewatch while I was in New Jersey of Umbrella Academy, and it yes. still is the bad guy in season one. He is. Yep. Wait, who? Okay, what's the, the bad guy? Remind me. The bad guy in season one is the one that has Vanya. That oh wait, Vanya. wait the 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 Sil from the new movie, not the, uh, not the guy from Sil the E Street from Band. Many Saints. Okay, I'm is picturing... the bad guy from yeah. Umbrella Academy season one. Okay, yeah, no, I was I'm picturing. Yeah, you, you uh, had what's me his a little name? confused. <laughs> what what's the actor's name or the the guy from the E Street Band? I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, okay, yeah, I was that's why I was confused. But the, the actor, I'm good. Oh, isn't it Stevie? Yeah, little Stevie, little Steven. Steven something. Van Zant, little Steven Van Zant. Van Zant, got it. it. Uh, all That's right. Not Stevie Ray Vaughan. Nope, because he's dead. Too soon? I mean, yeah, that's sad. He was. He was. A heck of, yeah. All right. So last thing, video game news, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 is uh, rumored to be available on Xbox Game Pass. Does that yeah. matter to anybody? Anybody excited about I, that? I, I have Xbox Game Pass. I remembered two days ago. <laughs> uh, how about uh, the Call of Duty multiplayer is not going to get the re uh, remaster that everybody thinks that it needs? That seems to be bad news for Call of Duty oh, people. Oh, what uh, outrageous. Mean... Is there any Red Dead news? There's Call no Duty Red Dead news. There's, there's Star Wars Battlefront news. Humbug. Is is Battlefront the one where Soupy DiGiorno is from? No. Soupy DiGiorno is from Star Wars Galaxies. The oh. MMO. So so you don't care about Star Wars Battlefront? Not at all. Oh, alright. Well then yeah. Then... Soupy DiGiorno. That's a name I've not heard in a long, long time. And for do you more... my other character? I'm sorry? You remember do you remember what my other character's name was? Uh no. Pasta de Giorno. <laughs> so they're brothers? Yeah. Nice. Soupy, but Soupy was Star Wars-ified spelling. It was S-O-U-P-E-E. Nice. Soupy de Giorno. And yeah, and pasta was the way it was usually spelled. 
pasta di giorno. I think those are my two. And then OG had, I can't remember OGs. Uh, do, do you know, do you know the story? Do you remember the story? We, we were writing way back in the day. Uh, I wrote, uh, 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 well, I got and upgraded a macro. So a macro old school is um, basically a loop of commands that you can give to your character in an MMO to perform. And he'll continue to do this loop until you stop him from doing it. Right. So basically uh, we would put our guys, me and OG, we would put our guys in a spot, what we call a spawn spot. So in an MMO, this is a spot where, where an NPCs just pop up. They just enter sort of the universe at a spawn spot, right? And we would put our guys there. It was in the town of Moenia, M-O-E and uh, whatever it was. Uh, I don't remember the planet. I'm sorry. Um, and, <laughs> and what we would do is I wrote a macro. I upgraded a macro that had the character shoot on site any NPC uh until he was dead and once he was dead it had him loot his body so i would set this macro to run and leave <laughs> you know and like go to work and i come home and there'd be a bunch you know he would have killed quite a few my inventory would have been filled up with all this garbage that i had to go through and sell or discard or whatever but it got to be the point where um other friends of ours who we were playing with would would happen through that port that port area and and see my character and they just started referring to me as the sheriff of moenia because i just kept killing guys <laughs> so og wanted this macro to do the same thing so i gave him the macro except i added a line i added a line into it that every time he killed someone i believe Every time he killed someone or every time he shot, I can't remember, or randomly through the loop, he would just say feck off cup, which was, which was from, um, father Ted, a TV show that we enjoyed at the time. Um, and, and so like he'd be standing there and he'd kill a guy and he would just say feck off cup, like right after he killed the guy. So that was the thing. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that trip down memory lane. Uh, this has been episode 659. No, I'm sorry. I'm not the boss. Should we do the, do you want to do the social medias? Yes. All right. Well, I'm not running the show, so. I'll do the social medias. Don't forget to like and follow the show on the Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. It is GeekStuffTNG and all of those places. Uh, you can also support the show on the Patreons, GeekStuffTNG patreon.com slash geekstufftng where again you can be part of the discord server for a dollar a month for three dollars a month you can get the early bird special which is you get this show as soon as possible after we record it typically that is tuesday afternoon or tuesday night for five dollars a month you get the bonus round which is the weekend sandwich shop which is discontinued this weekend for sandwich's birthday and you also get the vintage episodes on the first and the 15th of big kev Geek discontinued Stuff. they're getting it now yeah the, you get the yeah you get the super sandwich shop right now super sandwich i'll take the soup um and for ten dollars a month you can watch us do all this craziness live on instagram and if you want to follow your intrepid, uh, unpaid producer, Piday Scott is at Piday Scott on the Twitters and at Piday Scott One on Instagram. See what you started with this this unpaid intern shit. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, Kev, why don't you do your... Uh... Uh, I am Geek Stuff TNG. No, I'm BK Geek Stuff most places except Xbox where I'm Big Kev GS. And I'm back and I'm playing... At the very least, I'm playing Fortnite. I haven't dove into anything else because I just hear Red Dead Horrible is things. terrible. But I still think I, I still want to pop on there with you, Dom, and Cousin Dave and just, you know, just run around for a bit just to see how bad it is. But I honestly have been having a lot of fun playing Fortnite. Um, I noticed that you also play Fortnite. So weird that we haven't played Fortnite together. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> Oh, is this my turn for social media? Uh, you can find me on X on Instagram and Xbox One in theory at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E. And Kev, if they want to reach us on the GVM line, uh, where, where can they reach us at? 201-750-4250. Not even close. I don't think you got any of it's those numbers right. It's the confidence. He got 201-897. Five, three, two, four. What's the old number? <laughs> How long will it take you to randomly guess the GVM line? What's the at two zero one seven three zero two five five four seven? You know you can even I go. Said, maybe the connection's weird from Hawaii. You know, Kev, you could have actually increased your odds by saying two zero one seven three zero BKGS, right? I could have, but that would have increased your odds slightly at getting that right. Kev, do you know the G the Gmail? It's geekstufftng at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> and with Here's that, show. folks, uh, Mr. Big Kev, Mr. Scott, we will bring this week's episode of The Sandwich Shop, the Geek Stuff TNG special, the Big 2-5, uh, to a close. The way we end some shows by saying... Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Down at the bottom of the stairs sits the birthday boy. Breathing letters in between the lines Ready for a little trip to the seaside Hoping he can make it there on time Sitting in the station watching choo-choo trains
And chives. 31. Turkey meatloaf on the artisan bun. Number three. Fancy peanut butter and jelly. 14. With salami and aioli, queen. 33. Turkey bacon peanut butter, honey. 42. Sriracha turkey on French bread, boo. 56. Ham with and mayo with a spring mix. 69. 69, I just say nice. 87. I don't have 87. Don't be trying to trick me. It was a good year. 